See, I think I'm still in the very much old school minority in that I will pay for my music without a subscription streaming. Oh, yeah, buy, I still buy the stuff I like <laughs> just to support the artist. For, yeah, for example, my younger brother, Chris, he has an Apple Music subscription so he can listen to whatever he wants forever. But then I said, well, what about when you decide to, to stop listening or stop the subscription? You, you've lost all your music. Whereas actually, for me, it's buying, you know, a CD or even the digital copy. Aye. Because then I'm like, I own this. Yeah, but you can use you can use the, your subscription as like a tester. Like if you listen to something for a, a good month and don't get bored, then you buy it as well. Here's a bonus right, to the artist. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. But I think it's also maybe just something with me because, you know, when I bought my car, I, I physically bought the car. It wasn't one of those, you know, loan agreements you have with Arnold Clark, I was very much like, I want to have this car and I'm going to buy it. But you bought the whole thing in a winter? Yeah. Oh, well done. But I took out like a big ass loan for it. But <laughs> <laughs> So you just took a loan, but not with the dealer. Exactly. But so, no, so, now, I'm, so now I pay back the bank, but the car is mine. <laughs> I know that's, that's really a totally messed up way to, to look at it but for whatever reason for that, CDs, that just made me feel better because then I'm like that car is mine it doesn't belong to Arnold Clark I'm not leasing it from them Hi. No, I get you I'm not, I'm not judging it it's just still funny <laughs> yeah I know I know I know but now everything's going to be subscriptions eventually you think? everything I mean except your groceries but you can already kind of do that you can subscribe to vegetables you can subscribe to to get the same delivery every to month vegetables I've got a veg. I've got a veg subscription, Colin. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I get. I get a box of fresh vegetables every two weeks. Really? All grown locally. Wow. And organically. Surely that's expensive. It's, it's actually comparable. It's a wee bit more expensive, but also I don't have to go to Tesco or Asda <laughs> or Sainsbury's. Despite or the fact, one. despite the fact you live in the biggest city in Scotland and all are within walking distance. Yeah, it's like five minute walk, but it tastes better too. It's none of this mass-produced stuff. It actually tastes good. It's mental how much how much better like a carrot tastes when it's actually grown well than it does when it's just like one of Tesco's ones. Really? Okay, I think you've convinced me. I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link to the subscription service. Subscribe to vegetables. Subscribe, subscribe to vegetables. I'll get in touch with them and let them know we're advertising them on the podcast. Sponsored by a carrot. See if they can get us a wee discount link for people. Seesaw Parade episode 160, the big 160. Welcome to the show. I'm Colin. He's James. I am. Discussing vegetables, carrots, movies, and everything in between. Vegetables and carrots are two different categories. Absolutely. That's that's very much, they have the vegetable section in Tesco, and they have the carrot section in Tesco. All right. And this is Scotland's least old podcast with the longest running season one in podcast history. Is there a comma there? Or have we not, are we no longer Scotland's least old podcast? Well, we're, we're we still... Have to actually have an addendum to that. We're still oh, an addendum to that. We're still <laughs> waiting for somebody to challenge the least dull part uh, and the season one part. So in st- until we get a cease and desist letter, I will continue to promote both. Yeah, until the government sends us a letter that says, you're not. <laughs> stop <laughs> You it. are neither. This is false advertising. You must stop. <laughs> but um, because the least dull part is entirely uh, subjective, I... Season one, okay, fair enough. You could probably do some fact-finding there, but until that day happens, we are 
the longest running season one. Yeah. James, come out as government. Exactly, James. What's what's been the chat besides uh, getting vegetables posted through through your letterbox? Uh, oh my! That's not a euphemism, by the way. No, that's not. That's it's a pretty good one if it was. <laughs> okay, tell me what's what's been happening. It's been it's been surprisingly sunny here in the old the old Scotland. So, to be honest, Colin, I've taken far more cat pictures than I ever expected to in my life. Uh, for, for why a hobby? Well, because like everybody should know me. There's a cat at my flat. It's my cat now. Is it, is it officially yours? Well, I mean, it is my girlfriend's cat, but it lives here. So Zelda. Like, Zelda. So That's the name of the cat, as opposed to the girlfriend. <laughs> they're both called Zelda. <laughs> I've been, I've, I never thought I'd be the type to take pictures of anything ever. I never do, but then you get a cat, and it's like, boy. You're looking ridiculously cute, right? Okay, so I take right. a picture. Oh, fair enough. Like right now, today, this morning, it stretched in the bed when the sun was out and it got his claws in a book. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get this one. It's keen to read. Yep. My, uh, I, I guess I understand the whole kind of looking cute, taking a picture thing because people will do that with food. You know, they'll be like, oh, that cheesecake looks incredible. I'm going to take a picture of it. It looks so cute. Yeah. You know, I've seen people get teary-eyed over a, a beautiful guitar. Wait, is that why you take so many selfies? <laughs> it's this, well, this is not true. Oh, yeah, I, I took one, your Snapchat sometimes. I took like 10 last week in Germany, particularly when I was in the Borussia Dortmund football stadium. Ah. Because I was... You know the thing when you're trying to take a selfie with something big in the background? Yeah. Every time I went to take it, yeah. my face was beautifully lit up and the rest was just like a white background. And then every right. time I tapped on the background, I went into total darkness. And, Wait, you uh, went into darkness or you went like, okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm tracking. Well, no, basically my entire face... The exposure levels were difficult yeah, exactly. to I can't... I don't know photography language, but basically I, I couldn't figure out how to get both of us... Both the lovely grass and the 83,000 seats behind me and myself well lit in the same shot. So I did take I feel like- an inordinate amount of selfies. And then, of course, you were like, oh, I look a little bit like a potato on this one. I'm going to take another one. That's what I think after every selfie, to be fair. To the extent that the security guard had to then ask me to leave because I was one of the last people on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I had a fun time. I got, I got a feeling that phone cameras should be able to have multiple exposures available to to us by now, right? You should be able to click on two areas of the screen that you want to be well exposed and the phone should be able to handle that. Yeah. Whether by computer magic or by real magic, I don't care. Come on, come on Samsung. I don't want a folding phone. I want I want two exposure levels, please. If if we're able to get locally sourced vegetation posted to us, then yeah, that's the least we can expect is exposure in two places. Yeah. Uh Right. That's more places than we get exposure in this show. Exactly. <laughs> okay, let's um, let's discuss some news. And I know this this happens every so often. We get a really difficult and frankly very dark news story. Which if we avoided talking about it, you'd you'd be like, well, why why didn't you talk about it? So let's let's do that. This is the mass shooting in New Zealand, which uh, has happened certainly at the time of recording about 12 hours ago. Yeah. At the moment, 49 people are dead, yeah. 20 wounded, mm. and the killer, who's he's been named uh, here and there on the internet, but he's yet to make a court appearance, he live-streamed the entire thing on Facebook. It's 16 minutes long. I've not watched it. I'm not going to. I've not watched it. I'm not going to. It's also been posted on YouTube, Vimeo, Reddit, and 
Even the Daily Mail had it up for a little while. The Daily Mail had the video up. They did, Oof. and they took it down. And the Daily Mirror had it as well, but they've they've taken it down. And Oof. if you do, if you go on the Daily Mirror website, they have you know a sixteen second clip whilst he's sitting in his car, right? Before he goes, they've in. edited out the bad bits. So, James, my question is: I mean, this this is horrendous. The victims are all uh, would all appear to be Muslims. The shooter is a twenty eight year old white man, and uh, his guns that he's using in the video all have various slogans painted on them yeah and he also says at the start of the video subscribe to pewdiepie ah, i know he's 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 cracking a few memes in this which is like just extra dark right okay so let me just let me just ask then he's this killer has live streamed the, the entire thing yeah and it's racking up you know hundreds of thousands of views and it's still on youtube Mm -hmm. you know 12 hours after it happened it's still there what response two questions first of all what responsibility do social media giants have for getting rid of the the footage and secondly should they be getting rid of the footage or should we be allowed to watch it if we so wish oh colin (laughs) i didn't wake up this morning prepared for big questions i was gonna say that is a real tough one let's let's start with the first one should should the footage no, let's go for the, the the second one first. Okay. Should we be allowed to watch the footage? I, I think we probably should be allowed to watch the footage, but it should be contained, right? You don't want kids watching this. Right. You probably just don't want any old rando watching this. Yeah. I think there should be some process, but it's the internet, so you just can't have processes. So it's impossible to control who sees a thing if it's online. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think... There, there should be any legal reason for someone not to be able to watch a thing. Like, if it does harm to the viewer, then it's that's their fault for clicking on it, right? Uh-huh. I don't think it's going to sp- spread any... Like, like, terrorism isn't contagious, really. You, you, you Colin Stone, are not going to see the video and then become a terrorist. But there was a suggestion that people who perhaps are on the precipice of doing something similarly atrocious would see this video and think... Man, this, that's that's a great idea. Is there a danger? Yeah, they can of that? be encouraged to do it if they're already feeling like it. I get that point. Yeah, but then also there's the fact that we can generally watch anything that encourages a lot of people to do dumb stuff, but that doesn't mean that we should censor everything, right? So we like targeted marketing allows for us adults to receive adverts that are advertising alcohol, right? Yeah. That's up to us to watch it. It's up to us to buy the alcohol. I don't think they should be censored entirely while a thing is legal. And I guess terrorism and, and killing folks isn't legal, whereas drinking alcohol <laughs> is. <laughs> but we don't really like punish the masses for the deeds of a few. And I, I don't really see the, how it could be a punishment either, but the, the internet's a place of freedom. Right. Kind of do what you want. It's really hard to censor. Let me just add a couple of points to that then. Okay, yeah, you go. I'm, I'm, I'm floundering. Okay, what would you say then to the Danish government who have charged 14 people with sharing a video which showed two Danish girls being beheaded in Morocco? They were traveling there last year. The video was posted on 4chan and Reddit and 14 people in Denmark were arrested and are now on trial for sharing said video. Right. Okay. So there's always a difference between distribution and viewing. 
And I think quite often governments get it wrong. They don't see there is, that there's a difference uh, between people who are distributing a thing and therefore allowing thousands of people free access, unmonitored access, and people who are just watching a thing or even doing a thing. Yeah. There's a difference between it because in one case, you're actively potentially causing harm to a whole bunch of people indiscriminately by sharing the thing. You could be giving access to anybody, people who could be very harmed by the experience. Whereas if you're doing a thing of your own like accord, that's your fault. It's your life. You've made your own mistake. You can't really... I don't, I don't agree with people going to prison for making mistakes that only affect their own life. I don't agree right. with people getting punished for it. I think people who do things that negatively affect their own life need help, okay. not like huge amounts of punishment. Okay, well, let's, let's move on then. Let's talk about the social media aspect of it. We're, you know, it's half a day later. The footage is still available on the sites, you know, the likes of 4chan, Reddit. It's likely to be there for a long time. But people like YouTube, Facebook, Vimeo, do they have a responsibility for, for getting rid of it? Or should they just be like, well, it's a free country? I reckon that firms like that, they fall into the category of people who are distributing a thing, even if it's accidental. If you're hosting a, f- a file or a video or anything that is illegal on your own servers and you're allowing access to it freely, then you are allowing people who shouldn't have access to it to see it. Right, okay. Like kids or whatever. And I'm going to use the government lineup. It's for the kids. Uh, <laughs> you've got to have a responsibility to to make sure that mass the masses don't have access to things that it has to be something, you know, like journalists would be able to have access to or something. If they really need that extra little view f- into the situation for their story piece, sure, yeah. they should be able to access it, but it shouldn't be for everybody. And YouTube and the likes sh- really should be able to take these things down faster. I mean, if Instagram can, I mean, just to attempt to make this slightly lighter, if Instagram are so quick to remove any image which features a woman's nipple, Aye. then why on earth, 12 hours later, is this footage still on YouTube? Yeah. I don't understand because there's the likes of live streaming where it's happened recently. There are people who live stream just IRL stuff, like just walking about, chatting, yep. doing stuff. Some of these are now getting taken down immediately upon walking past a shop that is playing music that is copyrighted. <laughs> like that's the thing that is, that is happening live. Yeah. So if your computers are so good that they can notice music getting played in the background... Like surely you can feed them an audio clip of a video like this and say, listen for this audio as well and delete it from anywhere you, you hear it. You don't even have to process a video, just process the audio. Before we move on, I, I'll just throw in my Tuppensworth as well, although I believe you've covered many of the same points that I would have said. I'd say that the social media companies have a responsibility to make sure that those videos are particularly if you're a big mainstream site like YouTube and Facebook, where kids are likely to see it or stumble upon it, you have a responsibility as a huge corporation to take it down. If you can take down copyrighted music or videos with music on it in a matter of minutes, or perhaps even as soon as the upload's finished, then you should be able to do the same with the 16-minute video of a mass shooting. Yeah, I got got a video recently, because I'm an editor by trade now. I got a video um, copyright... Struck, struck recently because there was a cover of a song in it and they copyrighted the original song. Oh they got the video taken down because there was a cover and they claimed the original song off it. So like the algorithms are really good at audio. They can do this. Okay, my second point before we move on is 
if we start to censor videos, where do we draw the line? Well, you know, I've seen videos on Twitter of people dying. Yeah. Whether that be in Syria, whether that be, you know, I can remember a guy in China, one of these daredevils trying to jump for a skyscraper and he misses. Aye. You know, these, these sort of videos, you, you do see them. They are, you know, I've lived long enough and used the internet long enough that you do see these videos. Yeah. So, my question, yeah, so, so it's a, feel free to answer, but where okay. do you draw the line? Do you say, no, that's too violent, that has to go, or somebody dies in that, that has to go. You, who's, who's the arbiter of what's, what's good and what's not? And, and also, the- it's the internet, these videos will always be there. These videos will always be there. So, the case truly has to be limiting where they can be stored legally rather yeah, than trying, exactly. to, trying to make them all entirely illegal if there's a death in them or something like that. Because that's just impossible. You cannot legislate for such things. So well, exactly. And it's the same with comedy. I think this has changed a lot in the last few years. My viewpoint used to be you can only make jokes about certain things. Uh, there are some topics which are off limits. I now disagree with that because where do you draw the line? Either nothing is funny or everything is funny. Yeah, you're right. There's no line that can be crossed when it comes yeah, to Yeah, I, I can't say, yes, you can make jokes about women and Muslims, but no, you can't make jokes about the death of children. You know, because what what's the woman and the Muslims going to say to that? Yeah. it's like Granted, the, more, the darker you get, the more difficult it is to make a joke. Absolutely. But that's up to the comedian or whatever to try and take that. And then if their career gets wrecked because they made a bad joke about something that was actually in poor taste... That's that's up to them, and it's not like it's not that you can ask people to limit themselves in that way. But as, as soon as we start saying no, that's not okay, or that's not funny, or no, you're not allowed to say that, then then where is the line? Yeah, who does who decides where the line is and, and and how long it goes for? And it better not be Theresa May. <laughs> but no, this is similar. Like it's some something like this, videos of this nature where there's death or there's terrorism, things that are terrible like granted they could come under the similar umbrella of like porn right yeah you got to be a licensed a, a licensed and well secure website before you're allowed to host porn in any of these countries so that's true you know what if Pornhub wants to open up a branch for like the dark videos of the internet I reckon they could yeah I mean that it's, it's plausible that's the best suggestion I've heard I mean granted like they're looking to be the next YouTube anyway like the <laughs> I reckon we're going to have some some very mainstream content creators go in there any day now because everybody else's systems are so bad. Like, what must-see hand-holding video? You might as well go where the internet's a bit more free. They'll have to rebrand. They'll become... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about Brexit before we get to the um, the later stories of the day. It's been a, a real rollercoaster week in oh, the House dear. of Commons. On Tuesday, MPs rejected Theresa May's deal again. Uh-huh. On it's Wednesday, I know, MPs voted on Wednesday to reject leaving the EU without a deal being in place. <laughs> and then on Thursday, MPs voted to delay Brexit until June. Now, the last two of those votes... Both the... Uh, <laughs> I mean nothing. Yeah, okay, thanks. Yeah, you, you spoiled my crescendo, but fine. Neither <laughs> of those two votes were legally binding. It's just so funny. They wasted so many days voting on nothing. So, <laughs> I don't understand. Is that just simply symbolic then? What's the point? Well, it's because you have to ask the EU. Like, at this point, if we want to delay Brexit, we've got to go, please, the EU, let us delay Brexit. And if we want to, 
like to not leave and not be kicked out with no deal we've got to say please eu it's not like we can go oh yeah we don't want to leave with no deal the eu's got to let us do that yeah so that has to be a unanimous vote as well to allow those two things the response from the eu and leaders of european nations has been very uh defiant and basically like mate come on i know we were sick of this brexit as much as you are so no, you're leaving March 29th. And as it stands, two weeks today is Brexit Day. Yeah, as it stands. And I reckon that should stand. Like, the nation's messed up. If <laughs> It's not like we can just go crawling back and ask for more time. At this point, PM has to realise you got to either call it, uh-huh. which means no deal, or you got to say, uh, actually, EU, we'll take up in your offer. We're not leaving. And then just take the hit. Like, Theresa May should take the hit, do the right thing, reset the clock, put us back in the EU, pretend the referendum didn't happen, never be PM again, never be an MP again. But who cares? You did the right thing. So some of the discussion is now about this suggestion that the people's votes could happen again, which would be on the public getting to decide if we leave with the deal that's eventually put in place, if a deal is put in place. But then there would be another option for... Let's just hit the reset button and pretend that everything since June 2016 hasn't happened. Yeah. Is there a danger that that undermines the dem- the democratic decision of the people in the first place? Well, if the democratic decision of the people is to change their will, then it's not really undermining democracy, right? If you give them a second chance and they change their mind, that's exactly what democracy is. It's, it's basically how we get elections every five years. <laughs> It's like, just because you voted for one party five years ago doesn't mean the next time it's no longer a democracy because you changed your minds. And we, well, in the UK's case, you never change your mind. But, <laughs> you know, that, that aside, another referendum with like more detailed options and us actually knowing what a deal looks like and what no deal looks like yep. and what being in Europe looks like because we've done that already. Makes sense. I just don't reckon we got the time. Maybe if the, the, the PM turned to Europe and said, can we have more time for this to hold a referendum? Europe would be like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe. But but I'm going to say it's going to be a big fat no. And my prediction, if I'm looking into my balls of crystal, is that the UK will leave the European Union on March 29th without a deal. And that'll make mums and dads all over the nation happy. So long as those mums and dads have children in their 20s. Well, it's, it's also one thing I am contemplating is that about a third of my income is made in dollars, which then when I extricate to my bank account gets converted into pounds. Yeah. So I'm currently wondering, do I wait until March 29th to let the pound weaken to, to see if the pound weakens and then take my dollars out or do I do it right now? You, you, you wait, Colin, you wait. That's, oh, I don't know, it's a big risk, James. I know, the, the pound could strengthen well, exactly. happens in March, the end of oh, March. Man. Oh boy. Ideally, you want it to be at one for one, but then, you know, it devalues everything in Britain, so. I know, I it's not know. a good thing, our currency not going, not going so great. Okay, well, well, let's let's just hope it, 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 it like goes really way down for one day. I'll take and out my cash and then we back can... to one point three. Exactly right. Let's talk uh, some movies now. And the biggest trailer of this week is the first Aladdin. official trailer. <laughs> we'll get to Aladdin. The first official trailer for Avengers Endgame because apparently the first one was a teaser. Yeah, it was. Right. Let's this just is have the a listen. Same trailer though. Let's have a listen to this. 
and then we'll talk. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. We will. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I'm assuming you've seen this. Yeah, I watched it. I I also watched it the first time I watched the teaser trailer. (laughs) Okay. So you, you, you were thinking quite poorly of this trailer then? It's it's basically it's the same trailer we saw, but they unphotoshopped out <laughs> Nebula from one shot. Yep. Added a couple of extra shots, but also put in scenes from Iron Man and Captain America, amongst other other old films, <sighs> but coloured funny. Yeah. There's a lot going on here, and also not very much going on here. Yeah, it's a really good trailer if they hadn't made the teaser. Right. So let me let me tell you my point of view. Let's start with the pros. There is little to no idea of where the plot's going. So bravo for that. Yeah, we know that Tony gets back to Earth. Yeah, other than, other than the fact that the whole teaser, oh, will he, won't he? Will he get back to Earth? Who knows? Oh, wait, no, he, he does. does. Here he because is. He, he and Nebula are in these shots on Earth. Yeah. Okay, fine. Problem solved. That, that aside, there's nothing in the trailer which gives away the plot. Yeah. So I'm So well done to that. We are so often critical of movies who spell out exactly what's going to happen in the trailer so well done now let's talk about the things i didn't like can we talk about clint's haircut well i think clint's haircut's great wish i could (laughs) do my hair like that they just watched the show vikings and were like who haven't we done a haircut for yet i was gonna say i I thought they looked at maybe the the lead singers of some some of the deathcore bands i listened to and thought oh that guy's got really cool hair let's let's make clint have his hair like that yeah he's gone dark now anyway what i didn't like about half the trailer, as you say, is old footage recapping old movies. And it's all in black and white with the occasional glimpse of red. Yeah, because Thanos is per- no, wait, red. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, we've seen all this in the, in the teaser. We've done the whole, like, build-up, you know, 22 films, 10 years, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Yeah. And then we get to the actual shots of basically people standing around. Yeah. Followed by people walking in a line. In, 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 in matching suits. suits. In, in matching suits. In matching new Ant-Man suits. Yeah. And followed by whatever it takes. Whatever it uh, takes. Yeah, and Ant-Man jumping on a pencil. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Literally, like, five different people saying whatever it takes. Yeah, because they're the ones that are going to die. <laughs> I know. And or lose a loved one. I just, you know what? I was disappointed by this. No, you can't. It's just there's no way to 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 tease to tease this film. Yeah, there is no way to do it right. Do you know what was interesting as well? The poster has all the people who are in the in the movie still alive. So all the people who are going to be undusted, including the likes of Spider Man and Black Panther, nowhere to be seen. <gasps> which is understandable. But <gasps> if you're Tom Hiddleston and Chadwick Boseman, I'm sure you'd probably quite like to have your name on the big poster. But yeah. Okay. It's not going to be surprising they get undusted. We're going to lose Iron Man. We're going to lose Captain America. We might lose other people too. I reckon they won't. They won't do Thor in because Chris Hemsworth is keen to do more Thor films, so he'd probably be cheap enough to rehire. But yep. I think everybody else is tired, so they want out. 
I don't, I don't know. I'm keen. I just wanted. To, yeah, this trailer didn't get me going in any any new way. Yeah, uh, you're you're right. If the teaser had uh, was yet to exist, then this would have done it for me. But because yeah. it's essentially the same, just with a little bit more of a reveal. Yeah. No. I just I want care. Rocket Raccoon to get his friends back and then die a heroic death. <laughs> then Batista dies, and then the Guardians of the Galaxy is just Chris Pratt. <laughs> okay. Uh, just before a couple of bits of news regarding the film, before we move on. Oh, no, and the Mantis. Stan, Stan Lee does have a cameo in <gasps> Avengers Endgame. Apparently, it's his second to last one. Apparently, the shot one for Spider-Man wow. 2. Which is great. So, nice to see. Oh, I'm sure it'll be nice to see him. And then the other piece of news is the Russo brothers tweeted just on Thursday there that the picture is locked. I.e. Kapow. It is finished. Well done, guys. And also... Disney apparently are okay with a three-hour runtime. What? I am not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess they're gonna. All that's gonna happen is they're gonna all meet up on the for, after the first hour is done, and for the whole second hour, they're gonna go through all of the films that they used that they already made and like re and fix them a wee bit because of time travel. Yep. And the quantum realm, which means I have to watch Ant Man and the Wasp before I see this film. <laughs> and it's fine. It's it's, it's and, possible. And the, the last hour is just gonna be them having another fight with Thanos. Or rather, no, heart solder. Hold on, Sol- solder. The <laughs> the next half hour after they've gone through all the previous films and shenanigans their way to st- do something, they they're gonna have a fight with Thanos. And the last half an hour is gonna be mourning, mourning the loss of Iron oh, yeah, Man yeah, and of Captain America, who are stuck in the quantum quantum realm, fixing past films forever. <laughs> Hopefully they do the Marvel TV series someday. Absolutely. And in terms of Captain Marvel, she shows up at the end. I'm yet to see the movie. I'm hoping to see it this weekend. So I should have a review for you next week. Unless anyone else out there has a review and would like to send it to me. Maybe I'll do one. Yeah, you should. You should. Okay, let's uh, talk just whilst we're on Marvel before we get to the Aladdin trailer. Uh, Jessica Jones, obviously, was the last Marvel show to be cancelled. It still has season three to come. It's uh, heading our way very shortly on Netflix. David Tennant's been speaking about it at South by Southwest. And he said that Jessica Jones basically had a good life and we shouldn't think of it as a cancellation. And he also confirmed that he's not in it for season three. On his comments about, you know, it's had a good life, it's not a cancellation. What do you say to that? He's 100% correct. He is. Thank you, David. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> no, he's right. If, if a show has a good contained story when it when it gets canned, right? That's fine. Yeah. So which, this probably means that Jessica Jones has a good contained story when it got canned. I think every single TV series per season should have a complete storyline with very few ties for future seasons. They shouldn't tease so much. Okay. They should always be ready to be cancelled. Well, well, that takes us nicely actually on to the Wonder Woman 1984, which is the second film in the Wonder Woman franchise, which I, I use those words intentionally because apparently, according to Patty Jenkins, the director, this film is not a sequel, despite it being the second Wonder Woman film. Yeah, well... It's, it's set in 1984, so about 40 years after the last one. And also Chris Pine. At the peak of the Third World War. As Chris Pine as in Wonder Woman's love interest, despite being, what, mid-30s at World War II, Aye. is going to be in 1984. So how wait, wait. this happens, I have no idea. Ice. He gets frozen. Captain America. <laughs> what do you think of, of, of this being said? Look, it's not a sequel. It's just another film. Sounds good to me. That's what I want. I want standalone films. Same character, same actor. Do whatever you want. 
that's the ideal Batman trilogy, right? It's just him doing a detective thing for three films and then that's him done. It's the ideal Wonder Woman thing is just p- popping about her life, seeing what she did this year, that year. Yeah. Okay. I'm a bit sad that Love Interest is going to be in it. That t- that, seem, that makes it seem, feel a bit more sequely. Especially because his name, one of his names is Trevor. Whose Love Interest is ever called Trevor? I, oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, besides Wonder Woman, it's just a terrible name. It's like dating someone called Howard or Leonard. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh wait, actually, there's, there's two. I can think of two, both of whom are in the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, you're just naming the Big Bang cast. Oh, I also my. don't like the name Sheldon. Yeah, that was sorry, that was completely unintentional. Never mind. Or the other one. Right. Let's talk Aladdin. The first full trailer is here. Here we go. Watch out! You don't wild me up. You ain't never had a friend like me. Hey, can you make me a prince? There is a lot of gray area in Make Me a Prince. I could just make you a prince. Oh, no. Y'all see my palace? You look like a prince on the outside. But I didn't change anything on the inside. Showtime. Okay, James, uh, what did you think of this? I think it was a really good decision to, to not have Will Smith be blue the whole film anymore. Yes, no, absolutely. Still looks terrible, but the blue looked worse. Well, I would disagree. I think they improved it a little bit. It did look a bit better. Yes, I agree. He is much better in his ju- in his human form, and I hope that a decent chunk of the film is just that. What's the film? But also, Will Smith just helps a fat guy get the girl in the end. Yeah, this 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 is my main problem. It's just Will Smith. It's not the genie. It's not whoever character you want him to be playing. It's Will Smith. Yeah, he's playing that guy from the film where he helps the fat guy get get the girl in the end, but he's, but he's. Doing, oh, that film. He's acting oh. that. What's it called it again? Hitch? On, ah, it's Hitch, isn't it? Yeah. Aye, because his name's Hitch or whatever. He's playing Hitch, but from a bottle. I just, I mean, it, it's fine. The, the trailer was fine, but again, yeah. I'm just thinking, why do we need this film? And then Will Smith does a rap for the genie song or something like that, and then they have a super heavy auto-tuned version of a whole new world. And Jafar, Jafar still just sounds really, really, really not menacing at all. It's not menacing. It's also just badly acted. Yeah. I'm, I'm not enjoying this run of Disney redoing their films very much. You know Dumbo is out in two weeks, by the way. What? Yeah. They're doing a, they've done a reboot of Dumbo. Has there even, has there even been a trailer I am for unsure if we've ever talked about it, actually. I've, mi- I've missed all the trailers if there has been any. Michael Keaton's in it. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's out in two weeks. I oh, can't believe it. They're making so many of these just so they can hold on to the IP. And everybody watches them. Oh, I think please. Dumble will be terrible. Well, that's why it's not being push marketed very much. Ah, exactly. Ah, see, we see through your schemes, Disney. Yeah, I, that's Big why they D. rushed Aladdin so hard. They realized how bad Dumble was. They rushed <laughs> Aladdin and now that's really bad. So we're going to get the next one in, in June. Right, time is slipping away from us. Very briefly, James, have you seen anything this past week? Oh yeah, I finished another anime column. Really? This one was what? This one was called. This one was called My Love Story, and it, it is a tale. Is it very sad and short? No, it's not sad and short. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> not actually about me. The <laughs> it's a tale about a very humongous high school kid, a 
and I mean humongous, called Taku. Right. All right. And I don't mean humongous fat. I mean humongous like he's basically the raw strongest man. Oh, nice. And he's never he's never had a girlfriend. Nobody's ever been attracted to him. Everybody likes his really super attractive best friend. So he's always been sad. But then, are you sure this isn't about you? Yeah. Then, because I'm not humongous. Then, okay. <laughs> he saves a girl from from being groped. Right. Sees it happening. He's like, he deals with a guy. And then they fall in love, him and the girl, not him and the guy. Right. Uh, and the the, fall, the good thing about this show, for me, as a romance thing, instead of all those Western sh- stories and all of, all of the stories ever that I've seen gl- globally, where you get a whole two seasons of two people like, will they, won't they? And then they kiss in the last episode. Yep. This show made them fall in love right away. And they still didn't kiss for ages. And you just got this really cute love story instead of this really annoying will they, won't they story. Nice. They went on dates and it was cute and they they had adventures and it was cute. He had to save the day sometimes and he was he was it was brilliant, Colin. Okay. I enjoyed this show. It was I'll, heartwarming. I'll give you a very brief review of Lego Movie Two, seeing as we already had one. Oh yeah, from seven-year-old Nathan McLeod. Again, Thank if you, you out there, dear listener, have a review. If you've seen something on Netflix or you've gone to the movies. Send us an audio review, yeah. ceaseoperate at gmail.com, much like Nathan did for Lego Movie 2, but then I went to see it myself anyway. Yeah. It's it's good. It's fun. It is as engaging and as entertaining as Nathan said. Compared to the first one, it's a little bit flatter. Mm-hmm. It's ramped up the meta so much. Oh, right, Like, yeah. there are so many meta in-jokes you know, at one point he uses his CPD, a convenient plot device. Right. And you know, there's, there's, like, Jason Momoa is playing Lego Aquaman. Right, yeah. And it, there's, it's just constant. And it is funny, but at one point you're thinking, how far are we pushing this? Are we constantly just making this a film about, oh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, we're just having nudge, a laugh? Yeah, yeah, at some point you forget to write a story as well. Yeah. And then also there's sort of the weird mix of, you know, it's this is meant to be a story taking place in this Lego world, but it's between some humans, a boy and a, his brother and his sister. And it's a, just a very weird mix of live action. Mm-hmm. And like Maya Rudolph shows up as the mother at one point standing on some Lego. Oh no. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great cameo, but it's just very, very surreal. Right. And... Then, to just to prove how meta it gets, over the credits, you have the Lonely Island singing a song about the credits, mentioning people by name, whose names then pop up on the screen. Oh, well, I think that's been done before. It has. Yeah. And it's, it's entertaining, but at the same time, I'm just thinking, okay, as funny as this is, the joke ran out about 30 seconds ago. Yeah. Colin, I was... the most important question, never mind all of this actual analysis and stuff, is who was your favourite character? <laughs> it was... Um, Queen Whatever I Wanna Be. Oh, that's a clever name. Which is uh, actually, uh, I believe, may have been uh, Nathan. Actually, no, Nathan's favourite character was was Rex. Rex Danger Vest. Tex, Mr. Yeah. Okay, anyway, let's move on. Time is uh, running away, so let's just very, very briefly talk about these last three stories. First one, the Mueller Inquiry in the States. Mueller, Mueller, whatever. Yeah, I think Mueller is like the, the rice... Okay, the Mueller yeah. Corner yogurt is on sale today, yeah. and the yeah. Mueller Inquiry in the States, the House uh, of Democrats and Republicans Congress, has voted 420 to zero 
for the inquiry to be published. For 20 blaze it. Because, and this is interesting, yeah. both sides are confident that it's going to exonerate them of all wrongdoing. Yeah, both sides think it's going to benefit them, yeah. So great. Well done. Either that or like the Republicans are, are, are tired of it all. <laughs> we know also this vote meant nothing either. This is the third vote oh, yeah. of the day that meant zero because it doesn't actually have any effect. It was, yeah, it was more just a... It was a token gesture. Exactly, right. Okay, value of pi has been calculated to have an extra nine trillion digits. <laughs> Good. Emma Haruka Iweo, who has, with the help of Google, calculated the new world record length of 31 trillion digits, which, yes. if you were to read it out loud, would take you something like three million years to read. Yeah, I was I was really... I had my fingers crossed to get to the 31st trillion digit. And, and further, by about this time. But uh, again, who is calculating this and why? I think it's just like for fun at this point. I don't <laughs> think fun. anyone needs Pi to be this precise. I don't, I, like, I'm not sure we, we build anything big enough for Pi to need to be this precise or anything small enough. Yep. I, I think it's just mathematicians having a hobby and using big computers to help them. Right. In this James. case, this, this woman worked for Google and she used their service to help her. And well done to her. She's she's now the person who's solved Pi to the most. Okay, well done. James, on Pi Day of all days. T- tell me about your story before we wrap up. All right, yeah. So, you know how the UK government and all officials in the UK hate disabled people? In case you didn't know that. I did know the that. The UK government and all officials in the UK hate disabled people. And a story came out recently of a man who's got severe epilepsy. He's suffered with it his whole life. He's been on disability for a fair while, which, you know, you need. If you're disabled, you need benefits. And he had to renew it. And he went to try and renew it. So he went in, he got dressed up nice and smart, went in to see the agent or whatever they're called, the pip guy or girl, <laughs> yep. whoever it is, they're evil. And he, he, he got disallowed. He didn't get his benefits renewed. Because he looked well-dressed, Colin, and he didn't appear to be tired. And that's the reason. That's how you measure disability in Britain. He was too well-dressed and he wasn't tired. So I, I earn, I've earned myself some benefits, please. I am not well-dressed and I look tired. <laughs> Goodness sake. And he, but he has now had his benefits reinstated, I believe. Yeah, because, it's like, because of the media storm over it. But like, if this happens to one guy, imagine how many people go through this and don't manage Absolutely. to get the media on their side and then just oh are stuck. Everything sucks, James. Like, I, I, this just reminds me of the time that apparently, I don't remember it too well, but it's like someone who was dead got their disability, got, got told they were fit for work. <laughs> <laughs> like people who are going in and they're just getting told they, they, they can walk well, so therefore you can work. Yep. Or people that are getting their disability removed because they're able to watch the TV at home. So that means they can definitely do work. To, to, to just bring this full circle, Lego Movie 2 has a remix of its very irritating song Uh renamed everything's not awesome oh that fits this story very well but it's the theme of it is everything's not awesome and that's okay right but in this case it wasn't okay (laughs) okay yeah you're right you're right okay james time is way past us uh thank you very much i'll see you next week oh yeah see you see you colin and also get in touch at csop parade snapchat facebook twitter do it. Yeah, send your reviews for things you've seen anywhere or things you've read. Please do. Or, th- or things you've listened to, including the podcast. <laughs> okay, bye, Jen. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, Clint. Bye, Clint's hair. <laughs> or half of it, I guess.